Welcome to Retail Nightmares, the podcast. I am your co-ghost, Jessica Delisle. With me is my fabulous co-ghost, Alicia Tobin. Borp! Borp! Bienvenue. Bienvenue, chez nous. Oui. <laughs> uh, our guest today is a returning guest. He's a fabulous comedian, among many other things. It's Nima Galamipour. What's up? Hi. <laughs> Welcome hey. back. Thanks for having me. Thanks for putting up with my uh, incessant messaging to come back on. Oh, it's all good. Yeah, it was like many weeks of like, how about this week? How about now? What about it's now okay? What are you doing right now? And then you Basically. were like, or should I ask in 2020? Because <laughs> I was, I looked back and I was like, this is the third ask. Um, I, the last one you said, I'm very busy right now. And I was like, and then I reread it like three times. I'm like, did he mean right now when I sent it <laughs> two weeks ago or right now, September or like maybe October is better? Communicating through text is very difficult because if you start. But I like, refuse to do anything else. I yeah. try to respond quickly, though. You really, really. I try impressive. to. I'm still waiting to hear I, back I feel from somebody. Weird. Yeah, I feel weird. like, I don't know, I hate it, but I get it. You don't want to be leaving yeah. people unread. Yeah. Yeah, I uh, my mom has red receipts. Oh yeah, so does my on. dad. Yeah, she's the only person I know who has them turned on, and she will. It's because they don't know how to turn them off. No, they don't come automatically turned on. I think really? you have to turn it off. Does that mean they? Can I think see all you? moms don't come automatically turned on. If you know <laughs> what I mean? Hello, Lorna does. Um, I'm just gonna. Does that mean? Does it mean that they can see that you've read it, or they, you can see that they've read yours? Both. It goes both ways. What? Yeah. Oh. So she, if she doesn't respond to one of my texts within like five minutes, she'll apologize to me. And I'm like, you don't have to say you're sorry. This, if I wanted an immediate response, I would call you because you're in your 60s and you love that. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and it doesn't give you a panic attack like it does with most of my friends, myself included. When my friend is calling me, I'm like, who died? What's wrong? I'm so scared. Yeah, a call these days is terrifying. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's always like something, like it's either like a fake CRA scam. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Or someone speaking to you in another language and you're like, who do I owe money to? I'm scared. It's a weird survey for the upcoming election. Oh, yeah. I just got that text from like Sarah from the conservative you party. You got it? Yeah. I got it to my work phone. It was very nice to tell them to uh, go fuck themselves. Yeah. I didn't respond. Oh, I mean, that's the mature that's, thing to do. That's probably smarter because then they know. I kind of feel like it was like a trick. Like they're maybe like doing some sort of algorithm or yeah. something. Like, oh, I was like, smart. oh, they're maybe keep, keep, keeping. There's some sort of like marketing strategy or like something. There's something behind it. Yeah. I, I feel. They're seeing if there's those something are behind it. like actively use numbers i think and even oh, if true. you respond like negatively i think then they're like this is still someone who will respond so that's better than ah, maybe that's responding. why i got a survey call this week because they've never had a survey call before really what was yeah. the survey about i don't know it went to voicemail uh, i only answer for numbers i recognize yeah did you um, ever get that call that would start with like a big honking horn? Yeah. Oh. And then you, then you, you want a freak cruise. Yeah. And it's like, uh, yay. Yeah. Like, it's, like, it's like your cruise is already leaving. <laughs> you better start running. Yeah. <laughs> like, no direction. No I forgot to pass. I'm so broke. Uh, Lorna's going on a cruise actually for her birthday. Where's she going? Hawaii. Oh, wow. But it's like. Never been. I've, no, I've been never. once. It's amazing. I would love to go back. Uh, everyone should go. Oh. Honk. You're <laughs> on a cruise. Uh, but the fact that she's taking a cruise there is like she's wasting all, all these days to get there. And then when she's there, she's only there for like two days. And then like, I don't know. She might Just spend a whole dip. day being sick in the cabin like I did. Yeah, that's probably what will happen because she has motion sickness. Oh, please, 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 Lorna. I hope you don't listen to the podcast, but if you do, and this won't be out in time anyways... But just take lots of Dramamine. Oh, she will. She Dramamine. Has, she has like a full drugstore in her purse at all times. The cool thing about cruises is you can eat as many desserts as you like. <sighs> She's got lots of stomach problems, though. So. Oh, yeah. So. It makes them worse. <laughs> I can tell you. Yeah. <laughs> stomach problem to stomach problem. Yeah. My friend's on a cruise uh, doing improv. For really? Like, for like a year. Whoa. She keeps getting, like renewing her contract. Does Whoa. she like it? I think, she just I think it's doesn't a bit know what else both. to do. I think it's a bit of both. It's like it's like breaker high. She gets to work and, and make money and save money. Yeah. But Who also is it? Like Somebody travel. we know? Do you know Kari? Kari Leslie? Mm-mm. No? She's an improviser? 
Well, Very it, funny. yes, that Very much funny. I understood, but um, <laughs> I oh, understand yeah. improv. She does improv, uh, <laughs> and she is an improviser. Whoa, <laughs> that was wild. I just wondered, like, what that's like when I was on a cruise. I went on a like a family vacation cruise with the Clark family because I'm a friend of the family, and Trish Clark asked me to join her, which was very fun and very sweet. You were and the then one night we went to see stowaway, <laughs> pretty much, uh, who just ate the entire time um, and was really sad when we went to Alcatraz. Um, but the we went to see the stand up comedian that was there, oh. and then as a joke. Uh, the Clark brothers, uh, Patrick, Daniel, and Graham, bought the mom for her birthday. The reason why we we're on the cruise, his album. Oh, <laughs> this is so funny. Amazing. But like, it's just such a weird job being on a cruise, like yeah. underwater, like bunking. Yeah, in the because there's all these weird. Yeah. Um, like I've heard really bad things about like how things are stratified within the the cruise. Well, have you I seen? Have you seen? Titanic? <laughs> Which one? I've seen both. <laughs> Mostly. I finally saw Titanic. Yeah. But I know, like, I had a coworker who married uh, Leonardo DiCaprio. He was a guy that worked in the kitchens. Mm-hmm. And, like, the captains and the people on higher levels, higher pay levels, wouldn't associate with anybody on lower level decks. And it's, like, tons of racism. Yeah, she said, uh, she is- said it's, like, filled with, like, I don't know, the customers are, the people that go on these cruise ships are, like, Trump supporters. Yeah. And like, oh, wow. Yeah. That's yeah, why I, white people. I'm like, mom, don't go. <laughs> like, you you don't fit in here. It's a, like just a slower speed, though. Yeah. Her friends. She going with some friends? Yeah. They, oh, they cool. like, sort of gave them no choice. So that's why they're doing it. But um, I also knew someone who worked on a cruise ship as a, a musician. And he would just play, like, multiple sets every night in a cover band. And they had to know, like... 300 songs and just be able to be like okay CCR of course fucking Chuglin (laughs) Santana yeah here we go and I think he I think he played bass so he just had to like and but because of that he could just like plunk away yeah go into anything he was a hot commodity yeah he was super hot (laughs) no I don't think he liked it at all I think it uh just money Wore away at his sanity for sure. Seems like performer jail. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> or purgatory. You're trapped purgatory, on a barge. Yeah. Vacation jail for the people going. Yes. If you're working, you're in like job jail. It's almost but like a zoo. If you ignore zoo. all the things yeah, that yeah, are yeah. terribly wrong with it, as much dessert as you like. Yeah. That's true. Dessert's fantastic. I've told this story a million times on the podcast, but the thing that I'll never forget about being on a cruise, and I feel like I didn't really drink when I was on the boat because I go into like phases with drinking mm-hmm. and uh, being a person that's motion was very motion sick the entire time. Just ate a lot of desserts and watched a lot of people, didn't move around. There's a guy playing Billy Joel covers. Oh, yeah. And like people were like so loaded and singing along to Piano Man, and it was such a surreal experience because I'm like, you're the... Like, you don't realize how ironic this is. It's horrible. <laughs> I was um, tonic and gin. Um, did I tell you about the time I saw a Billy Joel impersonator? It was at a theme park in Idaho, and it, it was like an Old West theme place. It's called Silverwood. And it's amazing there. I went for the weekend. I went for two days. One day you go to the water park. The other day you go on all the rides. But the ride section is for some reason like both Garfield themed and Old West themed. What? Yeah. Those must be beautiful rides. I The Garfield ones. It was pretty great. And it was like American rides, which I'd never been on, which seem way more dangerous than the ones we have here. Um, but I also felt like I was like a celebrity there. I don't know if it's just like, you know, when Liz Lemon goes to wherever she she goes to like Delaware or something and everyone's like, you must be a model. But like I got complimented so many times. Everyone was like, your outfit is beautiful. And like, oh, your jewelry and like you're so and I was like, thanks, guys. <laughs> That's really nice. Felt really cool. But so my friend and I went into the saloon and there was a man playing the piano and there was no one watching him but he was still playing piano and so we requested piano man and he flipped his little binder with the laminated pages to the very front the very first page (laughs) and he started playing and he serenaded us and it was I would say like non-ironically great 
It was a great time. Yeah, you guys were all on the same page. Yeah, mm-hmm. page one. You're an author now, so you <laughs> it's just page, page and author. A few friends have been like, jokes. oh, I love this part of the book. And I'm like, it's all just a blur. <laughs> I don't. Uh, sorry. <laughs> yeah. That's like when people reference stuff from the podcast. I'm like, I don't remember what I said last week. I know that I find that so embarrassing and so humbling. They're like, oh, you know, like that thing that you guys were talking about. I'm like, vaguely. Like, give me give me a little more. Yeah. Um, apparently we uh, made someone double over with laughter when we talked about the Dracula convention last week. But apparently that person also had abdominal surgery recently. Oh, no. <laughs> so it was, well, like, it was not very a good thing. Sorry. Apologies. Dr- Dracula convention? It was, yeah. Oh. It was just like an off, offhanded comment about a Dracula convention. I don't even remember the context. But- I love Draculas and it's Dracula season. It wasn't a real convention, though. Was it? Okay. I wish. I mean, yeah, I wish too. Anyway, it was Chris. Sorry, Chris. But yeah, Silverwood theme park in Idaho. Coeur d'Alene, Idaho. Sounds like a Westworld for real people. It's a wet world. (laughs) Because it's a water park. Did the the piano guy just kind of like freeze and then... Cut, oh cut, yeah! Cut to him sitting butt naked in the chair. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah! I got to do a a full assessment on his. When no one was looking, you leaned in for a kiss. reprogramming him on his butt. Yeah. I reprogrammed his butt. I was like more farts. I'm just like hitting the up fart button. Yeah, they never mentioned that in the show, but I imagine that there's a lot of fart programming. Is that there would just like have to happen? Digital poo and pee. No, I was. I just watched season two like, of Westworld. Yeah, with like in three days. Oh whoa! I'm really into watching HBO shows that are. I don't. I like to like kind of stretch out comedies a little bit, but the sad ones and the gross and upsetting ones all at once. You got a binge, yeah. Um, what were you talking about? Farts? Uh, Westworld. I think just like that's... the weird programming you'd have to do on those robots. Yeah, yeah to but make they them are always real. drinking and eating. Yeah. So do they ever address that? Like, I don't have a big attention, big attention, long attention, span, good attention. Span? They must. <laughs> they Help must out, like, empty out their like food balloon inside of them when they take them in. I don't know. Yeah, because like in so many scenes where everybody in the scene is uh, AI, they are eating a sausage or yeah. drinking a whiskey. That show is the sort of thing that like once you've had some time away from it, you will totally be like, oh, yeah, that's a thing. Like when it comes back, I don't know if I will. I have a crush on every single character except for Anthony Hopkins. Like, I'm in. <laughs> that's funny because I only have a crush on Anthony Hopkins. Oh, wow. That's interesting. Season two was such a mess except for that one episode that almost felt like it was a standalone. I couldn't follow it. It was like being seasick. Yeah. You have to, like, look up blogs and read, like, infographic charts to figure out. Well, that's my next step. Did you, have you seen season two? I don't think so. I th- I'm really bad with, like, TV shows. Okay. I, I don't know why. I just can't finish them. I was speaking to somebody who said that they watching TV shows stresses him out more than helps him relax, where a movie would be more relaxing, or yeah. a video game. Like, I mid, also, mid- like And I was like, oh, that's so weird. Like, a movie to me seems like such a huge commitment, but eight hours <laughs> of Westworld in one weekend, <laughs> yeah. no problem. Yeah, I feel like, I don't know, TV shows seem like commitment. Yeah, yeah It's it like, like it's a like two-hour a- thing, two-hour story, I'm good. Self-contained, yeah. yeah. Oh, I just love to drag things up. But I guess people like falling in love with characters and following them on a bigger journey. Yeah. And stuff. Yeah. yeah, that's cool. May I suggest Gossip Girl? Gossip Girl? Yeah. Should I get into it? I never really watched it. Should I come back in 2020 and it's... We talk about Gossip Girl? Yeah, well, then the, send it now. The reboot's going to happen. It's going to be on HBO. And but it's it wasn't be even out that long ago. It's weird. I know. It Same started actors? in 2007. I don't know. I don't know. Because all be of those this... people are still very young. Yeah. It's weird. It's super weird. Uh, Sonic Youth was in it. Cindy Lauper was in it. Robin was in it. Whoa. Lady Gaga. They're like, there's so many cameos. cameos in it. And it's like such a cringily, like, guilty pleasure, embarrassingly bad show to me. But then there's all these, like, amazing people showing up in it where, where you're like, what are you doing? <laughs> like, what? It, what? How much money did they have? Anyway. You get paid a lot of money just to like be anywhere ne- near TV. Yeah, just to fart. <laughs> Pretty much. School. Like, let me in. I Full of farts. need to stop talking about Gossip Girl, though, because people have messaged us saying that they want me to start a Gossip Girl podcast. And I'm like, I can't. You do need another podcast. I can't. There's no. Jay and I have to do our uh, Terrence Malick comedy podcast. Oh, yeah. Amazing. Called The Windswept Grove. Wow. <laughs> 
We're only going to release one episode every five years, and it's going to be three hours long. It's going to be mostly whispering. <laughs> it's also an ASMR. Yes. Oh, very much so. A lot of field recordings. Um, just the sound of like a hand running over some tall grass. Uh, the sound of a tear falling down a cheek. It's going to be most of it. Just do it. <laughs> but every once a month. Do a monthly podcast. No. This is too much work do a for a dumb joke. No. All those TV show podcasts are famous. And they make tons of money. Why are you not motivated by money? I don't like it i know i don't care so I, i'm motivated by bunnies yeah yeah speaking of bunnies should we do a round of retail nightmares yes please and who wants to go first nima nima uh retail stuff <laughs> <laughs> that's the name of the podcast it's retail stuff welcome to retail stuff we might have to change our retail nightmares podcast no we don't <laughs> Yeah, I listened to the first episode and it's really sweet. It's and very sweet. There's someone else on Spotify who started a podcast called Retail Nightmares, but like two weeks ago and made a two minute long episode. And I wish her all the best because maybe it, she could be a special correspondent for us. Yeah. Like maybe she could write in stories or something. Yeah, I really liked her two minute episode. Yeah. She's like, I wanted to do this. I asked all my friends and I said no. So here I am. Yeah. But she's got it like at the description of the podcast is our podcast i know i was like just so funny (laughs) yeah she definitely did not google so are you just gonna wait and see when she'll hit you up be like oh i well we just added realize we just added this podcast to spotify because it wasn't on there before and someone messaged messaged us saying like hey i was looking for you and found this just wanted to let you know and i was like yeah i should probably get on spotify thought it was gonna be difficult turns out it took like one second to do that's why I haven't done it until now. Sorry, everybody. Also, like, I just don't use those services. Like, I don't use streaming services. And to me, like, I am such a Luddite. And I'm like, yeah, I'm sure no one is using this. And then I realize, like, everyone yeah. in the world is using I'm it except though, for me. Like, <laughs> I don't use it. And I'm like, I should. Uh, this has been our ad for Spotify. This has been an ad for our retail nightmares and the other retail nightmares. Yeah, check it out. It's two minutes long. I wish her the best. Yeah. It's the audio quality is really good. It really was. Yeah. You should collab. <laughs> I was listening to a podcast where the quality wasn't that great. And I was surprised because our quality is great. Yeah, we're perfect. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Jay. Thank you, Jay. You're welcome. Yeah. Anyway, it doesn't have to be retail. It could be customer service. It could be you're the customer. And that you were a bad, bad, yeah, bad customer. You could be the nightmare. It could be about a nightmare that you had. Uh, you can just tell that story about watching Midsummer again. <laughs> I could say that again. I guess so. that was really funny. It would be absolutely appropriate. You could punch that it up, in the moment. Yeah, yeah I but need punch some it work. up this time. I need some workshopping. Let's just do some workshopping. The spitball. Okay, I went to Midsummer. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, preface this: I got high before it. And I went with on pot, friends. right? Yeah, on pot, and uh, bad thing to do. <laughs> Get in your head before a uh, horror film, uh, psycho uh, psycho thriller. It's like a psychological like horror a, film. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's and a then, folk horror film. That's what Wikipedia says. What? Right. Which I was like, did not know that was a genre. Whoops. Folk horror. Folk horror. Yeah. It's hard to say. Folk horror. Folk horror. Folk horror. Folk yeah. Horror. I'm just gonna not say it anymore. And then so we just like we're smoking outside, and we were like late to get our seats. So we found seats at the front front row. Like very, very <laughs> like front. The very front row. That was shitty. And uh, and so we sat down and I forgot, like I should have gone to the washroom because like midway through this very climactic scene, I decided to go to the washroom. <laughs> and then when I got back, I didn't realize, but the whole movie is like shot during like daytime. Like what was it called? The, the Midnight Sun? Yeah. It's like the solstice and like the, the sun north. doesn't go down yeah. or something like that. It happens in like Alaska. So the whole stuff scenes too. are like bright. So every, like the audience is lit. Fully lit. Fully lit. And then I just like <laughs> was hesitating trying to find like a moment in the, in the story or like where the shot was like darker so I could get to my seat. But I was like panicking and standing and like pacing in the back <laughs> like a creep uh, trying to get to my seat. And I stayed there for like a very long time. So people must have been weirded out by me. It probably added like another element to the horror film. Maybe yeah. people, you were a hired actor. Yeah, people were like, oh, that was so creepy that that guy was just like pacing beside our row. Like, 
Oh, I've seen this movie twice. He, there's like, there's always a guy. He comes every time. Yeah. <laughs> he can't remember where he's at. He's too high. They get high a lot in that movie, which sort of adds to the terrifyingness of it. Like they're always either knowingly or unknowingly like getting dosed. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and you're sort of like, oh yeah, this would be extra weird. You're in a country where you don't speak the language in a super weird, like folksy commune. Yeah. And you're on some weird drug that you don't know. I'll never see it. It's way too scary for me. Yeah, I watched it. I don't like it. stuff like that. I watched it by myself this morning. So that's why we're talking about it. I started doing my thing, which I do every October, where I watch a new horror movie for every day that I haven't seen before. And then it's I October. write about it on my blog. Why are you not posting it anywhere? Yeah, it's on my blog. I don't need to like. Which one? Sexualintimidationdemon.tumblr.com. <laughs> That's where it started and where it shall stay. I'm Don't not you have gonna... another Tumblr? I've got five. Yeah. Can we do the names again? Because it's a uh, really special person. That's the one that I followed first. Was the original. Yeah. That yeah. was my like main one. I and loved Tumblr, guys. You were good. You posted photos of uh, old toys mm. that I liked. Um, I deleted the Tumblr app from my phone, so I can't read you the names of the other one. Get back on it. Yeah. Let's, re- let's revive Tumblr. Let's take back Tumblr. Simpler times. Yeah. They flagged everything that had boobs in all my posts, so I had to yeah, take those down. They flagged, I did like life drawing, and I had life drawing posts up there, and they took those down. Yeah, oh, really? Yeah. I had a That's cartoon a of a shirtless B. Arthur, and they were like, take this down. And I was like, it's beautiful art. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was like a painting or something. Uh, I used to just sit at home uh, late at night by myself Googling shirtless B. Arthur. So sue me. <laughs> That's what a, a young I don't know if Jessica I can sue you, but I'm going to look into it. That's for sure. I'm going to find you that picture of shirtless B. Arthur, and you're going to be like, that is quite tasteful. All right, I'll tell you my retail nightmare okay. then. So I was going to get on the number 15 bus to go home, and I had been, I was I was deciding between going to Whole Foods or Choices, you know, because those are the two grocery stores closest to me. They're both very expensive. And then I saw a bunch of cops around the kind of winner's area of Canby. And seventh, right where I work, right where you workish, and um, <laughs> I'm gonna look at a picture of shirtless B. Arthur. Just, it's just like a nice painting. <laughs> oh wow, those are great boobs. <laughs> yeah, is I like that, how they're looking. Is that in a different photo direction. or it's a or painting? painting. And no, it's, it's a guy painting, holding yeah. it proudly. <laughs> He's so proud. I don't know if he painted it or what, but and it says, "Did Jimmy Kimmel spend 1.9 million on the nude portrait of B. Arthur?" Sorry, please continue That's your fine. story. I'm sorry. So, like, I'm wondering, like, what's happening? Did somebody get robbed? Across the street, there's three bicycle police. Do they have a special name? Bicycle police? Velocop. Velocops. <laughs> and uh, an unmarked car and a marked car. And then as I walked past the liquor store, there was the most ancient man. He's like just like maybe 85 years old and the police were sitting with him on the steps and I think maybe he tried to steal something. Oh. And uh he forgot to pay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or maybe you know it could be memory stuff, who knows. But my first thought was for the love of Christ just let him have the booze. <laughs> like yeah. just let him go. Like he's and all I overheard was him asking to the police officer to have more privacy. Oh. And then the, then when I walked past again they had taken him to a car. So I hope everything was okay. But also, if I was worked in a liquor store and an old man stole something, I would just let him take it. That was my decision. All drugs should just be affordable or free. Yeah. Like, I don't know what it was, but it really felt for him. They're really intense at that liquor store, too. They'll watch you. Really? Yeah. Like, as I'm at the counter, like, the security person will be standing there, arms folded. I'm like, I'm literally paying right now, and you're watching me put it in my bag why are you giving me the stink eye? That's kind of like the security guards at uh, Shoppers Drug Mart. Like, they are out of control. Maybe they're like, just bored. Andrew, yeah, and they also may, maybe they face, maybe they do face a lot of situations where they have to sort of up their intimidation factor. But no one's getting paid enough here to act like this to each other. Yeah. It's not worth it. Yes. Yeah. It's just a shitty thing. Well, I can't believe I missed that. That happened today. Yeah, uh, like at 4.30. I was homesick. And uh, I have a nightmare. All right, I'm ready. It's really serious and really sad. Really? And you're going to cry. I 
went to the fancy grocery store nearby here that kind of sucks. But sometimes they have like exciting treats in there that are from places that you've never heard of, like French mints or... Oh, yeah, like a lavender mint or yeah, something delicious. I love those. Sometimes they'll have stuff like that and it's not $40, but most of the time it is $40. But I discovered a new section of that place that I hadn't seen before and it was all Haribo gummies and candies. Mm. It's all on the bottom row and it's beneath all the chocolate. So I was always probably blinded by the chocolate bars, went immediately to there, but I didn't realize my favorite candies in the world, the gummy banana candies, there was like two whole huge bins of them. And so I saw them and I bent down and I touched one of the packages and they're like rock hard. Mm. They've been there for a while. And so I checked all the expiration dates and they've all expired. Oh, but no. I was like, these have probably been here for years and I just never looked down and I could have eaten all of these, but now I'm not going to buy them. And I was really sad. They're called Banan. And they're a Haribo? Yeah. They're Haribo, but I hadn't seen them anywhere before. And then I realized, because I saw a couple other Haribo things. I got an Orangina one instead, which was really good. Yeah. Um, but there's a bunch of them and they're all imported from France. They all have like French packaging. Oh, interesting. Yeah, it's like imported from France to Quebec. And then I'm like, why do we But have is it these? a German company? I think so. Yeah, that kind of makes sense. So I was inspired by our friends on Carb Face, mm -hmm. Chris and Laurie, to eat a whole bag of candy by myself because they're always eating Haribo sweets. And then I, it turns out that they don't get those ones where they are. So I'm going to mail them some well i still have a package for them sitting in my house so you can always add it to that really package. then i would be guilted into sending it yeah i have uh chocolate bars from canada for them luckily all of them don't all of them are not gluten-free so they've survived uh, i was gonna say like you should just eat them oh i ate the easter eggs i put in there from purdy's uh, those like really fancy ones they lasted for two months and then one day i snapped and i ate them all that's impressive though two months i ate six easter eggs how long does chocolate last those last for six months because they're kind house? of fresh chocolate. <laughs> yeah. I guess it depends. Yeah. <laughs> like it's just sitting, ever since I moved, it's been sitting on my desk. Hmm. How big Shameful. is it? The box? Yeah. It's the size of my dick. Mm. <laughs> we tried the uh, Ikea chocolate. Yeah. They're so good. Ikea's got great snacks now. They got great chocolate, great coffee. Yeah, the coffee is very coffee good. Is, I got a free bag at <laughs> like this, each bean. Yeah. this each Swedish festival one year. Oh, there's yeah. a Swedish festival? There's like, there's just like, the Swedish community makes a bunch of stuff to sell like a craft fair. And they it's have called events, Midsommar. And they have, uh, and then someone just comes in and starts stabbing <laughs> you. Yeah, it's like a holiday thing, holiday market. Cool. And they have Swiss rolls that are gluten-free. I ate five. Amazing. Mm -hmm. I realize that... Um, I've really upped like how much I'll eat at once because of the food scarcity concept that has happened since I became gluten free, <laughs> where I'm like, oh, I don't know when my next snack is going to be. That's true. I'm going to have to eat five of these. Yeah. I just eat fast and drink fast in general. Me too. So fast. Me and too. like, it's not good. I look like a monster. <laughs> like, not a good look. Do you have siblings? Or are you on? I got a brother. Okay. But did anyone yeah. try to take your food when you were little? Uh, no. Yeah. That's I think the same it's thing like with my me. mom's side, they eat fast. Yeah. 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 Genetic. I eat fast because I want to eat more. Sorry, mom, for exposing your family. Yeah, we're telling <laughs> all the mom secrets on this episode. Moms. Moms. Revealed. That would be a great podcast. <laughs> you and Jay should make that podcast. Moms Revealed. No, that's okay. Um, should we do our new segment? Yeah. Grandfather Reaction? Grandfather. Grandfather. Reaction. Okay, so we have a new segment, and this is something for you, Nima. You don't have to have anything prepared. Don't worry. Yeah. Um, I just show you this photo 
of, uh, well, it's a side-by-side -side comparison of Freddy Krueger and my grandfather. And then uh, there you go. That's your grandpa? Yeah. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> Who did makeup on him? Uh, the good Lord himself. <laughs> That's just how he looks. Age Lord. <laughs> yeah, age Lord. The age. The age the how old do you think Freddy Krueger is supposed to be there, though? Uh, I think he was like young when he was burned and died and that's how he got disfigured. Cause wasn't it like a child went missing and then like a gang was like, you did it. And they burned him in the furnace room. But also it's like, Oh, your grandpa doesn't look like a burn victim. Freddy Krueger looks like an old man. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> like that makeup back then looks like just wrinkles. Yeah. Just looks like my, I have, I mean, I do want to look at it every yeah. week. Yeah. That's every week. <laughs> That's we, it's a new segment that we started. It's called Grandfather Reaction. There's a song and everything. Uh, and I put that photo, that very photo that you're looking at now, I put it up on our Patreon so people who donate can see the photo themselves. And can as, I see it again? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course. It's really, you can see it you for need free. To see it many times. It's also like you have, it's like the same angle. Yeah. You got the angle down. Same sort of hand gesture. Exactly. It's Perfect. Same mannerisms. Same hat. <laughs> I saw that photo. That's a photo from, like, it had been in our family album for forever. And I looked at it one day and I was just like, I see a comparison. <laughs> and it's not even like I had to Google a lot of images of Freddy Krueger. It's like the first one that comes up. I was going like, to ask. The most iconic picture of Freddy Krueger is exactly what he looks like. I have an. Uh, Did you I, ever meet your granddad? Yeah. Okay. Oh, I knew him. He was really mean. <laughs> When I knew him, he was like lived in a nursing He'd home. He'd follow you in your dreams. Yeah, yeah, oh yeah. I <laughs> still, nightmares. I still see him at night when I'm <laughs> when I'm having my nightmares. He, yeah, he lived in a nursing home, and we would go to visit him in New West, and he would always pretend to be asleep, and then we'd come up really close, and then he'd be like, Rah! <laughs> and I That's was a, good guy. a child, Virgin. and I was very scary because he looked like Freddy Krueger, <laughs> and we'd always be like, "Is he dead? <laughs> nope, just mean." Oh, man. Also, his teeth would be in a glass beside him. So that's also just fun little body horror. On the way over here, I walked past a man. He was a senior and he was sleeping in a bed in a bachelor apartment. Like you could just see it from the street. All the lights were on. And he had a little keyboard set up in his apartment. His apartment was really tidy. But he's a senior. Like you'd say he's in his late 70s. Today is definitely just a feeling for seniors day. And he was asleep. And that way, when you're like so tired, you're kind of curled up. And he had probably had no idea that I could see into his little life. Yeah, because he that probably moment. took a nap like before the sun started going yeah. down. And Amazing. Yeah. And I just thought about him like playing his keyboard and what his life looks like. And does someone come in and take care of him? And I got really upset. <laughs> then you, I came here. Do you think he plays jazz? <laughs> Ooh, should we new segment? Yes, yeah, this is our new segment. <laughs> What's it called? Uh, jazz experts, uh, jazz experts, and the but Jay had that really funny one. Jizz spurts. No, that was your idea. <laughs> yeah, that's my <laughs> that was that's definitely... my co segment, which you'll be talking about jazz, and I'll be like, I don't want to talk about this. <laughs> it was really funny. Jazz. Jay, can you say the alternate title for us? Yeah, Jay, just insert the name of this. Jazzin off. Okay, what do we do in the segment? <laughs> you find pictures of people and. See if they play jazz. Do they like jazz? <laughs> but this, how do you it's incorporate a visual that? Thing. It's, what a, about, oh, it's a visual thing, yeah. What about we ask the question each time, what do you think about jazz? What is jazz? Well, there was that idea oh, that was like, jazz? there was that idea of like a segment that you, I think Jay mentioned this. We talk about jazz, but no one knows anything about jazz. You can't say yeah. the word jazz. or And you can't say the word jazz. <laughs> <laughs> Right, right, because he always wanted us to do Reverie of the Bard without saying the word Shakespeare. That's right. Right, right, right. Okay. So, when you think about it, how does it make you feel? It which cannot be named. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I didn't know that was going to be a rule, but I can work around it. It brings back weird memories oh. of dating someone that had a quartet of this issue. <laughs> <laughs> this particular and he played the uh, fretless bass what and was always uh, I'm so good at this type of thing did he ever play the fretless bass with his wiener 
<laughs> no, he wasn't as funny as that. Aww. When I first heard it, um, <laughs> it must have been when I moved to Canada. Yeah. Yeah. And you're like, can we go? Home? <laughs> you're like, somewhere else, please. <laughs> like, I miss pop. <laughs> yeah. Cool. Uh, I'm trying to think of the first time I encountered it. <laughs> I feel like this is the vagina monologue or something. Um, we could never make anything that compelling. No, or erotic. When I first encountered it, it was probably when I was a young child playing piano, and every time you do a piano exam for every level you were on for every year, and it would be divided into like uh, type A, B, C, and then you'd do like a study or two studies. And I would always be like, yeah, I'd be like an ENFP, (laughs) which so is Oprah, apparently. I'm the same (laughs) made up personality type as Oprah. But always, like, the studies or the, like, C pieces were always the more modern ones. So they'd be like, oh, these ones are a little quirky and a little fun. But sometimes they'd be a bit funky? Um, no. (laughs) Not at all. But it would be like, instead of notes on the staff, there's just, like, a little X and, like, a big block. And so it'd be like, just bash your hands around this general octave. Uh, So that's... When I learned that I did not care for it mm-hmm. whatsoever, <laughs> this has been this has been whatever the fuck the name of the segment is. <laughs> I don't know if we'll do that one again. <laughs> I love it. It seems intense. Actually, no. I know what it'll make. We'll make it good. Jazz. Okay, it's done. <laughs> I can say it now. Jazz. Oh. Uh, jazz. Um, if there's like a atmospheric saxophone behind the whole thing, like it's like a film noir or something. That sounds great. Yeah. And like an alley cat. Just alley sounds, you know? Jazz. Like rain. Yeah. Oh. Rain and also just like steam coming out we of the We don't brain. know what jazz is. No. That's the point mm-hmm. <laughs> of this. We're not experts. I know nothing about jazz. I know like Miles Davis. I know like that's the only name I know. Yeah. Thelonious Monk. Yeah. Um, Ryan Gosling. Does he have a jazz band? <laughs> he taught me everything I know about he jazz. He saved jazz in La La Land. I, still I didn't watch it because I heard it was like a very like whitewashed Hollywood movie. Yeah. I was d- it good? No. I don't Really? Think, I, I love Ryan Gosling. My really? dad loved it. Yeah? yeah. Does he like All jazz? Right. No, he liked the movie. Exactly. I think he likes it's jazz too. on the movie things to watch and I just... That movie, I feel like, was like made by an algorithm, and it's like, what will like middle-aged moms like? I went to like a talk at uh, Vancouver International Film Festival last year, and there was like, there's algorithms coming out that like you submit a script through it, and it like breaks down everything. Like, if like, you have like proportion, like representation. Oh, really? And, and it like dissects just like a script and it sends you back feedback like an algorithm like and then that like means stats. yeah that means that they're working i mean i think they were talking about this that there's like ai writing scripts writing scripts right now oh yeah which is crazy it's bonkers i see that on twitter all the time people will be like i programmed an ai like they watched every single episode of friends or seinfeld or whatever and this is what they came up with and i don't think it's like really real i think it's just like a comedian being hilarious and doing it in like script formatting but it's always amazing because it's just gobbledygook but that's also what i want (laughs) i want things to be more experimental less formulaic more jazz yes yes (laughs) (laughs) Scanning is jazz, right? It's really good. That's jazz. That's jazz for you, baby. That's jazz. Um, all that jazz. That's a good movie. Papo? Yeah, Papo the Week. Papo the Week. Pop of the week? Yeah, you got one? Let me think. <laughs> uh, can you come back to me? Yes. Yeah, of course. Okay, sick. Because um, I do have one. I know I have one. Yeah, take your time. I have a pop Go for it. 
My pop of the week is the Untitled Goose Game. Oh, right. <laughs> uh, it's an excellent game. Uh, it was made by several people, one or two maybe, of whom are listeners of this podcast, which when I found that out, I was like, oh my gosh, a celebrity listens to this podcast. But uh, yeah, one of them is named Michael, and I have been messaging him uh, a bit about the game. I love it so much. I've finished like the basic playthrough of the game now, and now there's like a bunch of other tasks you have to do, which I'm like, oh boy, I can't wait. But also, I am going to wait until I can like actually sit up and not be sick to play it but oh my god it's such a fun game it looks really nice yeah the description is like it's a sunny day in the village and you're a horrible goose <laughs> and so that's you, a game yeah it's what? like you play as the goose all you can do is sneak you can flap your wings you can honk and you start out like you're in a pond and then you like go into a garden and you have to like sort of annoy the gardener and sort of like undermine him so you can like turn on the sprinkler or turn on the tap and then you go into the village and into these people's backyards and it's so fun. Realistic graphics. The graphics are very sort of like beautiful. Like it's very nice design. Kind it's of like a children's book. It almost looks like a children's book. Right. Yeah. And there's very nice music playing. Almost jazz like. Mm-hmm. No, but it's like nice piano music that I think is maybe, I don't know if it's like generated by the situation that you're in, but it's just like constantly going and it's, I love it so much and you just annoy people and some people are scared of you. Sometimes you can pick up different things and honk into it. So you can like honk while you're holding a harmonica in your mouth and I'm like, this is honking on Bobo. It looks um, really good. Yeah, I Maybe love it. Maybe it should be a Patreon exclusive where I have to play the goose game. Oh my gosh, you can come over and play it whenever. Okay. Yeah, I like want to like have a hat that has the goose on it or something or like a shirt or like a Like jacket. a stuffed goose that comes out of the hat or no. just... <laughs> No. It's like those skeleton hoodies. Yes, where you zip it up <laughs> and the goose is your face. Um, no, I like, I just, I really love how it looks and I'm like, I would buy merch for this game like i'm i'm a fan i'm such a fan so yeah i can't wait to play it again and a bunch of people i know have been playing it too and have been like messaging me but like how do you get the guy to do this and how do you like you have to make a boy drop his glasses and then like make him put on the wrong prescription of glasses it's so fun (laughs) it's so up my alley it's like all sort of puzzle type stuff but of that too you're terrible goose it's great. Like one of the things is like get on TV. <laughs> I'm like, seems impossible, but you figure it all out. It's great. It's so great. I can't recommend it enough. Yes. Less and, less violent yeah. games and more like creative puzzle yeah. games. And for like sure. Yeah, those would I think people would be just as into it. Yeah. I think a lot of stuff is like, oh, this is just what's there to consume. So mm-hmm. then you consume it. Like me in Westworld. <laughs> but there's also butts. There isn't it really in season two. No? No. No dongs? Uh, no. (laughs) I'm actually watching the Mighty Gemstones as well. Oh my gosh. And there's dongs in every episode. Dongs Except for the last episode. Like tons of dongs. Like he, Danny McBride is just like going to town on. Dong City. Dong City. If you like dongs, you should check out Midsummer. (laughs) Yeah? (laughs) No, you wouldn't like it, but there are dongs. I don't know. Dongs are There's a lot of dongs fine. in um, Tales of the City. Oh, yeah? Yeah, tons of dongs. Oh, good to know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, who's your puppo? Hank is my puppo. I'm really looking forward to seeing him when I get home tonight. Puppo's all the people that bought my book. Thank no. you. Thank you. Everybody for the nice, nice things that you're saying. How long did it take to write your book? Congrats, by the way. Well, the idea, like I had the idea years ago. I think 2013 or 14, I started talking about it. I didn't really start writing it until, like, I wrote down things and had ideas, but, like, the heart, like, I'd say a year. And that includes, like, a lot of laying around and, like, just worrying about it. And then the editing process, which is long. So the hands on time where you're just writing nonstop, I'd say, with just the free time I have, I'd say around six months. But a lot of that is just, like, the fuck am I doing? Yeah. Stuff like that. The creating. Everyone asks that, like, how long did it take? And I'm like, well, the idea has been around for a while, but the execution is kind of a muddy process. Yeah, because you're not, like, setting a timer or being, like... And I had a two-year contract, I think, Mm -hmm. from the time that I got my advance and signed the contract to when it had to be ready. 
Cool. cool. Pretty that much. like keeps you accountable to make stuff. Yeah. There's no way I would have finished it otherwise. Yeah. yeah. I was too well, working full time and doing comedy and podcasts and stuff. Like and I'm really just lacking self confidence and, and not a being a writer. Dog with his own issues. Yeah. So can people buy the book in like bookstores now? I have to get that question answered. Like it will be available in some bookstores. So I'll try and answer that question because Emmett Hall, who's very annoying, uh, <laughs> sent me a hilarious. He was my papa. Emmett's oh. your papa? Oh, I'm just kidding. <laughs> he's still he's, he's always a papa, but like last night he wrote, he's like, where did I get your book? And my first response, because Emmett was like, well, I've been posting the link for weeks, so you could have fucking ordered it. He's not super online, though. No, I, of course, but it's Emmett. <laughs> So I never know if he's making fun of me. That's true. Yeah. And then he's, I was like, I'm not sure if it's available in bookstores. I'll find out for you. He's like, oh, it's okay. I just popped by the airport and bought the new John Christian. <laughs> he went to the airport to buy a book? Just, just to make me mad. Like, he's so, so funny. funny. Uh, and like the, I, and I will hilarious. always keep this like thread of messages we have going back and forth. So that's great. The people at Arsenal are very lovely to deal with. Mm, my dad's my papo. I'm going to go see him for Christmas for the first time since my parents divorced. Whoa. Yeah, I've never spent, I don't think I've ever spent Christmas with my dad. In America. In America. America. <laughs> yeah. But then other puppo uh, would be Natalie from Discover Dog. She's going to look after Hank for nice. Christmas, which is wonderful. Wow. I don't know. Everyone's puppos. It's just, there's so many nice people out there. So thanks. How about you? I guess in the summer, like I went to I went to LA for a wedding. Oh, nice! Uh, my friend Sean, Sean and Amanda, Sean Devlin and Amanda. Yeah, uh, they're they're down there, and their their dogs there, Bodie. Mm, oh yeah, you and, love uh, Bodie. Yeah, I love Bodie. <laughs> I used to take care of them when they would go on festivals and stuff. So got to hang out with Bodie in LA. That Just was the nice. Two of you? No, times? no, with, with them as well. Oh, that's too bad. Oh, uh, yeah, I didn't yeah. get a Bodie one on one, but uh, he's great. Such a like an emotional, intelligent dog. Could you see yourself getting a dog one day? Oh, I got a great dog story. Okay. So, so uh, when I when we moved to Canada, I'm from Iran originally, and when I moved to Canada when I was nine, and before moving, you know, like every kid wants an animal at some point. Like, yeah, yes. either you were like a cat or dog, or kid, maybe something even or like, like a bunny hamster or kid, a snake. or like or a the, horse girl, or the rep- reptile person. <laughs> yeah, a horse. Um, and I was like the dog kid, so. I was like, mom, can we get a dog? And then my mom was like, no, when we move to Canada, we'll get, we'll get a dog. And I was okay. Like, okay. I'll wait. <laughs> we moved to Canada. And then I was like, dog now. And she's like, oh, our apartment is no pets allowed. Let's wait until we get a house. Then I'll buy you a dog. I was like, cool. <laughs> <laughs> so patient. Yeah. Well, I was what like, makes kid. sense. We can't get a dog in this. Yeah. In this. And we got a house and I was like, Oh, sweet. I'm already looking at dogs. Uh, <laughs> I've read a book on dogs. Aww. I know how to take care of dogs. And I was like, let's get a dog. Can we get it? And she's like, taking care of a dog, you know, you got to be, I, w- I want to see you raise your grades. Oh. Like, you got to raise your grades. And I was like, okay, this is this is a hard <laughs> negotiation. Dangling but the I, carrot. I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to raise my grades, you know, just to show her or whatever. And then I raised my grades. <laughs> And I showed her my report card. She's like, okay, nice, nice. What the hell? You like almost failed French 11. And I was like, give me a break. I, <laughs> le- I like taught y'all English. Like, <laughs> yeah, Yikes. I was like, English is my second language. So give me a break like on that one. She yeah. was like, fine. But you need to show that you ha- you can take care of a dog. You need like, it takes a lot of responsibility. Uh, you need to get a job. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. I thought she she was gonna say like, "Uh, you're working too much uh, on your schoolwork now that you won't have time for a dog." <laughs> yeah, no, she's like, "You need to you need to hold down a nine to five. And I was like, "Okay." I and I fucking writ, wrote a sick resume, like went to Red Robin and <laughs> said that I was like in an improv. You know, mentioned I did improv, and that's like a fire thing to have on your resume as a kid. So they hired me, and I was like, "Okay, I got a job." And then after like that, I was like, let's get a dog. We're getting it. You have to buy me a dog. You can't keep doing this. And she's like, when you move out, you'll get your oh own dog. God. I was like, no! I am not on your mom's side here. I was like, I yelled, I think. I was just like, ah! <laughs> <laughs> But like, look at all you accomplished with that drive of like wanting a dog. Yeah, now I don't want a dog. 
Right now, I can't even take care of myself. Oh, well, you trust me. You will still take care of a dog better than you do yourself. <laughs> oh, true. Yeah, I would do. I take care oh, of Oh, yeah. Like, put simply their needs like, before. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And you just have to know, like, what you can and can't do. And then sometimes you ignore it and get a dog anyways. And then you're me. This has been Retail Nightmares Podcast. Nima, if people want to watch your short. <laughs> your shorts. A short film? Yeah. Just your pants. Your short uh, pants. They want to watch your shorts. It just got um, picked up by the CBC uh, online gem. Is that what it's called? I think so. That's what you like stream CBC stuff yeah, on. Yeah. 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 And what's so, the name yeah. of it? Losing Spoons. Oh, yeah. 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 Uh, if people want to see you perform, uh, I'm doing more stand up. So oh, cool. I usually just post on Facebook or Instagram. Okay. I, did fo- I did Foxhole last week. Nice. It was so fun. Nice. Yeah. Alicia, if people want to buy your book, you can order it on Amazon.ca. If you're in the U.S. and you want to order it, you can just order it directly from Arsenal Pulp. They will send it to you. It will just have a Canadian spelling. Um, so if you wanted to go reach around, <laughs> mm. don't. Um, <laughs> Do. Uh, if you want to see me perform, there's a come draw with me. I think it's November 5th. Maybe November 7th. I'll post about it. It's in Vancouver. And then I'm going to have a small book launch thing at the Havana on November 20th. Nice. Um, Yeah. Sorry. I'll also be at the uh, Vancouver Writers Festivals for three events. There's Pen to Power, which I believe is on the 24th. Uh, I have then an improv thing with the fictionals the following night, I believe. And then there's the brunch a brunch on the Sunday. So I'm posting about all of those things. Busy lady. Yeah. October is just going to be a blur. And then I think everything, no one will care that I wrote a book after that. After that, then we have to watch the matrix together. Perfect. When you have some free time. Yeah. Jay is really excited. He's like, I'm going to moderate it. <laughs> He's like, I'm already coming up with, I guess we're watching it here then. We, we have all the recording stuff here. I mean, we could, but he's a, also mobile. I have a matrix poster that I might want to get rid of. Yeah, uh, it's just been in my room for too long. And it's it like, intense. It's like a really big face of Morpheus. Oh, whoa! It's, it's just Morpheus. airbrushed. Yeah, it's huge. It's. It sounds really special. You should, maybe like, you should just put it away for a while. Maybe I should. Yeah, I, should, it's just been I don't in my think you should get rid of it. Oh, yeah, maybe not. You should like donate it to Little Mountain or something. Actually, that's a great idea because yeah. then you can visit it. They could like frame it. Although I bet you someone steals it. Someone is gonna steal that. There's nothing to steal there. I look every time. <laughs> Um, if anyone wants to come see a music show, they can do so on October 12th or October 19th, both at Redgate. It will be Mr. Merlot. Sounds great. Yeah. If you want to give us money, donate to our Patreon account. If you want to buy our merch, buy our merch. At retailnightmares.bigcartel.com. That's right. Nima, always a pleasure. Please come back when in 2020. 2020, I'll be back. Okay. Amazing. Jessica, it's so nice to see you. Bye. Everyone have a good week. Bye. Bye. Ciao. Why am I waving?